Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, hello everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live, where we explore the principles that equip you to thrive in change. You can thrive in the change that you didn't see coming that you didn't want. You can thrive in the change that you planned and it didn't work out exactly like you thought. Or in the great success that you were dreaming for for 15 years. And when it finally happens, you go, oh my goodness, this is not what I expected all those levels of change, you can be equipped to thrive in them. And this is where you learn how to do it. This is where we talk about principles that allow you to be resilient. So welcome and thank you for being here. Let's see. Oh, hi, Denise. I'm glad you're here. So before we jump into our topic tonight, I want to give a shout out to Thumb Roast Coffee, my favorite coffee. In fact, my husband just brought me back some um, straight from the roaster this week. It is delicious. And you can enjoy Thumb Roast Coffee by going to thumbroastcoffee.com and picking out a huge assortment of all of their roasts so that you can see exactly what you love and then use the coupon code Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, when you check out and you will get 15% off. It's wonderful stuff. You will not be sorry. And what I love most is that the owner of Thumb Roast Coffee is a firm believer in personal growth, professional growth. She treats her team with respect. She invests in them. She's the kind of leader that we need more of. And that's why she invests in Sunday Night Live, because when we lead ourselves well, great things happen. So thank you, Thumb Roast Coffee. Make sure you go to thumbroastcoffee.com and check it out. You get 15% off with that coupon code THRIVE. Oh. All right. So today our hashtag is trust the process. We've been exploring the topic of how can we use the Thrive principles that we refer to so much during Sunday Night Live? How can we use those principles to create change, to affect change in our lives? So we started out with Bring the Honor. That was week before last. And then last week we had Respect the Now. And this week, the principle we are going to explore is Trust the Process. I love processes, people. Processes are pretty amazing. Processes are the thing that allows ordinary people to get extraordinary results on a consistent basis. And who doesn't want extraordinary results on a consistent basis? Me. I want, I want that. Okay. Oh, hi, Laura. And hi, Missy. Yay. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Uh, if you are new to Sunday Night Live, be sure to say hi and drop your um, hello and a little bit about yourself in the comments, where you're from, where you're watching from. Uh, we want to get to know you better. Make sure you give StreamYard permission to uh, use your profile picture and your name so that your Facebook name shows up in our comments so we know who you are because you're watching this on Facebook. 
All right, let me see what else is going on. Um, oh, one other thing. If Sunday Night Live adds value to you, then I, I want you to think about who do you know in your circle that it could add value to them. Who do you know that needs to hear what we talk about here on Sunday Night Live? Share this video with them. Share it. Tag them. Say, follow this. Uh, get the word out that there are resources available for people who want to grow, who want to change their world. And Sunday Night Live is a powerful way for them to be equipped to do what they want to do to achieve the dream they want to achieve. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, that process. All right. So anything else? I think, think we're good to go. So tonight's topic is, let me see. I want to make sure I put the right thing down. Using the Thrive Principles to Create Change. Part three, trust the process. <laughs> Hi, Tammy. I'm glad you're here. All right. So many years ago, when my husband and I <clears throat> were newly married, we bought a car. It was a hot rod. Uh, a friend of his was selling it. And so Ken and I bought a 1974 metallic gold brown charger. It had a 450 horsepower engine. It was a big block. It had a slipstick transmission. It was an amazing hot rod. It was unbelievable. Such a great car. It was so much fun to drive. And then <laughs> we decided we had to be grownups and we wanted to sell that and get a car that was more reliable. We were getting ready to, not reliable, but a little bit more family friendly. We were getting ready to start family. So we sold that charger. We sold our 74 charger with a 450 horsepower big black engine in it really wide tires, the slipstick transmission, the whole kit and caboodle. We sold that hot rod to a man who was giving it as a gift to his 16-year-old son. Ken and I were just boggled by this, like, oh, my word. You know, we had to save up to buy this car. And here, this guy's buying this gorgeous, fast hot rod car for the luckiest kid on earth, the luckiest kid on earth, getting this car, his first car. That kid got his driver's license. He drove the car for a week, maybe two, and he totally smashed the front end. Totally smashed it. Ken saw our beloved hot rod charger sitting in the parking lot of a local collision shop the front end had been taken off and a new one that was discolored had been replaced. They were getting ready to repair it. What happened? The luckiest kid on earth wasn't ready for a hot rod with 450 horsepower and a slipstick transmission. He wasn't ready. He got something awesome. And he destroyed it because he wasn't ready. Some of you have already figured out what we're going to talk about tonight. When we want a change in our lives, in our world, when we want to change, 
it is very important for us to have gone through the process that makes us ready for the change we say we want. It is very important that we have become the person who can do what needs to be done and can actually have the things we say we want to have. You guys have heard the stories of the people who uh, win the lottery, right? They $20 million in the lottery and three and a half years later, they've gone bankrupt, they've been divorced, their kids are on crack. I'm not exaggerating. These are the stories of people who did not accomplish something, gain something important and powerful by going through a process that prepared them to do it. <laughs> Missy says, oh my gosh, this is so true. Yes, it is true. We have to be ready for the change that we say we want. If we want that change to be a positive force in our lives. I worked for 31 years in a government agency and it was very difficult to be a leader in that agency. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure. There were high expectations. Uh, people worked long, long hours. They felt like a lot of times they were just barely keeping their heads above water, just treading water, just not getting anywhere, just trying to stay afloat. It was very high pressure. It was very stressful. And so what started happening was they would put a job up for people to apply for in a, a, a pretty good level manager position. And the only people who applied for it, and I'm going to say this as kindly as I can, but the only people who applied for it were people who were too stupid to know that they couldn't do it. They were not stupid. They didn't have a level of awareness about what was required for that job or that it was impossible given the circumstances. And so unqualified people kept taking leadership roles because the people who were qualified to do it realized that it was a losing battle, that until the circumstances changed, that job was impossible. Does that make sense? Don't be the person don't be the person who wants that thing and goes for it. Not being ready for what it really takes to do it because those people crash and burn. Francine says this, oh no, I was that guy once upon a time. <laughs> Which guy? The, the teenage driver? Um, yeah, I think we've all, Fran, been in a situation where we got something that we weren't ready for. I had an opportunity to be a leader, to teach my peers about how to be good communicators. And I was such a bad communicator that they kicked me out of the job. It wasn't that I didn't know how to communicate. I could communicate one-on-one. -on -one. I could communicate with people. But I did not understand the principles of leading people. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I got a position that I really wanted. And it was a promotion and it came with a lot of perks and a lot of benefits. And within one year, I had been kicked out of that job and they eliminated it entirely because I had not followed a process of becoming 
capable of stewarding the change that I said I wanted to make. I got the promotion, but I got it too soon. I guarantee you that that young man who was 16 years old and just got his driver's license, I guarantee you he was thrilled beyond words to get behind the wheel of that fast car. And two weeks later, he ruined it. He wasn't ready. So the question is, what process are you following to get ready? What process are you following to get ready for the change you say you want to make? All right. So Francine, we're going to revisit this. Francine says she was the guy who applied for a job I wasn't ready for. Haha. <laughs> she says, I kind of feel like that now, except I have Jesus and you all, which is true. You've got both of those things and you're in the process, Fran, of growing. You are not stuck in saying, why is this not working and doubling down in your ignorance? And I mean that in a kind way. You have acknowledged, Fran, by showing up here for being a member of Livestream Leadership, you've acknowledged, I don't know what I don't know. And you have begun a process of continual growth. When we are on a process of growth, now there's something we can work with there. We have the potential for getting better. We become more so that we can do the right things that allow us to have the success we want to have, right? So this is the thing. That process of growing is uncomfortable. So the first thing I want you to remember is this. We need to be ready for the change we say we want. We need to be ready. We need to prepare ourselves. We need to continually, incrementally, Follow a process that allows us to grow and expand and mature and change in a way that equips us so that we can do the things we want to do. That process of continual growth. We need to be ready for the change we say we want. The second thing I want you to remember is this. The process of growth is uncomfortable. In fact, if you are comfortable, you aren't growing. Those two things. <clears throat> those two things um, are separate. They're, they're like, if you're comfortable, you're not growing because growth is uncomfortable. Let me put it that way. Growing is uncomfortable. Nobody grows in their comfort zone. All of our growth takes place outside of our comfort zone. All of it. Why? Because we are creatures of habit. We like to do the same things. We like to go the same places. Or maybe your habit is you don't like to do the same things, and you don't like to go the same places. But we get into a groove, our personal groove, and we don't grow while we're in that groove. We have to be exposed to new ideas, think different thoughts, talk to people who have gone before us, people who have accomplished what we would love to accomplish, learn from people. We have to get out of our comfort zone if we are going to actually grow. Growth, all growth happens outside of our comfort zone. Growth involves, you guys just get ready for it. Come on, you can do it. Just listen close, you can take it. Growth um, requires failure. Ah! It's a fact, it's a fact. 
we have these dreams, right? And so we're talking about change that we want to see happen in our lives, change that we want to see happen in our world, maybe in our job, like I did, I wanted to be promoted, I wanted to move into a, a more of a administrative role and a, a management role. But I didn't, I didn't understand, I just didn't understand that I wasn't going to wake up the morning that the first day of my job with my new little badge on that that said that I was now a communications person, I, I wasn't going to wake up with a title that automatically came with all the skills. But in my mind, I pictured myself very successful. Some of you are very hopeful, right? When you picture yourself, you picture yourself as a success. I'm here to tell you that's a wonderful thing. But it doesn't happen without a process. And that process of becoming requires us to be uncomfortable and it requires us to experience failure. We learn from failure just as much, maybe more, than we learn from our successes. I know the process of growth, of becoming who we want to be so that we can do the things that we want to do that will allow us to have the things that we say we want, that process involves failure. It involves trial and error. You guys have heard me talk about this process before. It is a simple process, but it is powerful. And it is this, take an action. You might want to write this down. Take an action. Take an action toward that change that you want to make. Take an action toward that. Get a result. Make an adjustment. And take another action. Too often, we take an action, get a result. Take an action, get a result. Take an action, get a result. Anybody been stuck doing that for weeks, months, maybe even years in your career, in your job? Or maybe you have a dream to be an entrepreneur and you maybe take an action and get a result, but you never make an adjustment. That adjustment piece is key. That's what allows us to reap something wonderful from failure is that we take an action, we get a result, and then we make an adjustment. It's an amazing thing. It's a gift, but it doesn't feel great. Tammy says, I'm taking action towards something I'm not post. I'm taking action towards something I'm not post or I'm not past. Help us out, Tammy. I'm not sure what you mean, but I want to know more. Fran says, oh, my growth is physically and emotionally painful. I'm ready to give up, but the failures of the past are a launching point for true change to happen. Now, if only I could get my team to understand that. Fran, you can. You can help them understand that. You can help them understand that because you know you're seeing it. So the fact that you're aware of it opens up the opportunity for you to help them become aware of it too. And you are growing in your communication skills. You're growing in your understanding of people. There are other principles at play there. You're going to get it. You're going to get it because you are taking action, getting a result and adjusting. Oh, Tammy says, I'm taking action towards something I'm not sure I'm ready for. Well, you know, Tammy, jump and build your wings on the way down. <laughs> Sometimes that's what we do. It's all right. It's okay. 
You're never ready for it before you do it. That's why it's so scary. If we wait until we're ready, we'll never take action because we're never ready. We can't know that we're ready until we try. See that kind of catch 22 that's built in? We don't want to try until we're ready and we'll never know we're ready until we try. So Tammy, you took an action. Are you ready for it? Well, maybe not. What do you need to do to get ready? What do you need to do next so that you can become the person you need to be to be able to move forward toward that dream or that change that you're working toward? Fran says, I'm disking all over the place. Yes, the disk behavioral assessment is a powerful tool. And the more we understand about how people are wired, um, the easier it is to get them on board with the changes we want to make, right? Isn't it the truth that sometimes the changes that we want to see happen don't just involve us? We've got people that we want to come along with us. We've got people that we wish they'd come with us on this journey. This is exciting. Come on, everybody. Come on, team. Come on, work team. Come on, volunteers. Come on, honey. Come with me. But the process of change involves us being, getting ready and becoming ready to change, growing and being uncomfortable. It also involves us being patient. Sometimes the time is not right for the change that we want. And we just have to trust that the reason it's not happening is because it's not the right time. And it might not be the right time because I'm not ready for it. This is the truth. All right. So this is, this is, this is the truth. And I want to say this right. Let me find it in my notes here. The current results you have in your life. And I, I want you to think about when you look at your life, the results you see, the results you see at work, at church, in your volunteer groups, in your family, in your relationships, the results you see in your life right now are the results of your best thinking to date. Your thinking has put you exactly where you're at. And if you are dissatisfied with where you're at and wanting change, is the definition of that. I'm dissatisfied where I am. I want something better or different. I need a change. The fact that you want to change says your thinking also has to change because your old thinking will not get you to that new place. Your old thinking got you exactly where you are now and you want to move from here. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your current thinking has to change if you want to get to that next step in whatever change it is you want to see in your life. You have to think differently. And how do we think differently? The process of growth, exposing ourselves to ideas, consistently focusing in the areas that we want to grow on so that we can achieve a higher level of thinking, a higher level of understanding so that we can get better results. We want to become more so that we can do more. And that doesn't always mean more activity, but we want to become more so that we can do more 
so that we can have more. That's the process that works, becoming more. Then without us even, well, we have to be intentional about it, but it's not like willpower. It's naturally springing up from us when we become more, when we grow in our awareness and our understanding of how to lead ourselves well. When we do that, we naturally start doing things differently that create the results that we say we want. Ah, okay, so Missy says this, so grateful that I received coaching from Shannon who advised us a couple of years ago. I've been taking action one step at a time and it's less and less scary. <laughs> Hashtag get a coach. Yes, you don't have to have me as a coach, but you need somebody in your life who has got the skills to coach you into becoming the person you need to be. Miguel Cabrera of the Detroit Tigers yesterday hit his 3,000th hit. So he's got 500 home runs, I'm pretty sure, and 3,000 hits. And he is one of only a handful of Major League Baseball players who have ever done that in the history of Major League Baseball. Miguel Cabrera has a coach. He has a hitting coach. We think of it all the time in sports, right? We think about sports and how, you know, you need a team needs a coach, right? You can't just have a team out there willing. They need a coach. Individuals need a coach, right? So they can get better. So their skills up level. The same is true for you in your life. You need somebody in a coach role who can help you to become more so that you can do the things that allow you to have the things you want. <clears throat> All right. Laura says, maybe it's our definition of failure that needs to be adjusted. Oh, I like where we're going here. Okay. I read years ago, she says, that Thomas Edison made thousands of attempts to get that first light bulb working. Glad he didn't give up. He just figured out 20,000 ways that it didn't work. 20,000 ways that it didn't work, right? Learning from each failure and tweaking the process until eventually he got it right. Um, I love that, Laura. I love looking at failure. We have to fail. This is the truth. We have to be bad before we get good. We have to be bad. Mozart was a really great piano player at the age of three, but the rest of us, we needed to follow a process, right? Um, it's There's a few geniuses, and I mean a handful of geniuses in the world. The rest of us, Laura, we have to follow a process, and our process involves failure. It involves not getting exactly the result we want, making an adjustment, and taking another action. It really isn't failure. Like they say, it's only failure if you don't try again. We could look at it like failure or we could look at it as information. I have more information now about what doesn't work so that I can pursue what does. And then it's the Q-tip, right? We quit taking it personal. I am not a failure. I took an action that did not get the results I anticipated. I need to make an adjustment so that it, it gets closer to what I want it to be. I love that uh, shift in thinking, Laura. Thank you. Denise says, I'm looking forward to taking the DISC assessment and I need to schedule that with you. You do, Denise, and I'm looking forward to doing that and the hour-long coaching session that comes along with that DISC debrief. It's, it's a wonderful thing. You'll enjoy it. And you will. your mind will be blown about the understanding you get about yourself and the people that you're trying to influence. So you'll, you'll love it. Tammy says, sometimes I feel I'm trying to go too fast. Well, Tammy, trust your gut, right? 
anybody else here feel like there's been a lot of change happening in your life that you might have started it and it's it's all good, but it's just too much. What do you need to do to get some space so that you can pace yourself, so that you can slow down a little bit in some of the change while still maintaining momentum in the areas that you want to keep moving forward? You get to take some time and consider that. If your gut, anybody, and Tammy, thank you for bringing that up. If your gut is telling you that there is, you're, you're making change too fast in your life, then listen to that intuition and take a deep breath and a step back. Say, just a minute, I wanna get my bearings. Separate yourself, take a few deep breaths, say a prayer and get in touch with what is it? And if you need help with a coach, you know who to call, right? Just you can you can talk through it, um, get clarity about it so that you don't feel like everything's happening so fast. Or you can deal with things happening so fast. Controlling the things you can control, not worrying about controlling the things you can't, right? All right, Tammy. Oh, no. Francine says, I'm going to share all these good Shannonisms with the office staff. We all need to pick me up. You take them and run with it, Fran. <laughs> share them all. Share them all. I love it. Uh, Carol says, just keep trying and never give up. Yeah. I learned something new. 19,999 light bulbs that didn't work and number 20,000 does, right? Keep trying and don't give up if it's a change that you know you want to see happen. Many times our failures help us in our new beginnings. Yeah, that kind of shifts us into the change that we didn't see coming, right? That we thought this was going to be a great move and it turned out the job, that, the new job we took, Fran's kind of referencing this job was not what I thought it was. Um, this is a little bit of a surprise. I did not anticipate this, right? But we get new opportunities through those kinds of experiences. Missy says, listening to all the SNL of the Sunday Night Lives and being reminded of the four pillars, especially to trust the process is so helpful. It reminds me to keep going and growing and to not look at failure as a bad thing and just trust the process. <laughs> Hashtag, I am not Mozart. <laughs> Missy, that's a keeper. Hashtag, I am not Mozart. Yeah, I am just a, a person with a purpose and a calling on my life. You are just a person with a purpose and a calling on your life, doing what you can with the skills and the tools that you have, trying to grow and impact your world for the good. There's no failure in that description. None, none, none at all. We are learning. We take action, we get a result, and then we adjust. Take action, get a result, and then we adjust. We are not going to wake up tomorrow morning, the fully formed, amazing CEO that we have dreams of being. It's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what can happen. You can make an adjustment today in your thinking that allows you to grow just a little. And then the next day, you grow just a little. And the next day, you grow just a little. Anybody heard of growing pains? Not the TV show. Um, the actual where your body hurts because you're growing. 
I had a, a, a guy in school who grew about a foot and a half over a summer. It was a lot. He suffered so much pain. He had issues with his ligaments and his muscles, his bones. He had issues with his bones. He was struggling because he grew so incredibly fast. Tammy, this is um, actually reminding me of what you're talking about, right? This, this, I'm growing so fast. He was, he was changing so fast that he couldn't keep up with it, that his body was saying, you know, to hold on a second, hold on a second. Sometimes fast change isn't the best change. Sometimes a little bit at a time, right? A little bit at a time. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be the world's best keyboard player but I can tomorrow when I go to practice, I can pick a certain skill and say, I want to get a little better at that today, a little bit better. That process of incremental growth over time is exponentially more powerful than the overnight success. Earning, gaining $20 million over the course of 10 years of working and growing and managing a business and working and growing and managing a business, getting $20 million over the course of 10 years is far superior to getting $20 million overnight when you've had no idea how to manage money, right? Getting a wonderful fast car that's beautiful and fun and attention getting and just a blast to drive a hot rod. Getting a hot rod is awesome when you have enough experience under your belt to drive it without rear ending the person in front of you because you took off so fast at a light. Right? It's not about having the things. The success is not the issue. It's not that the car was too fast. It's not that $20 million isn't useful. It's that the people who got them that fast were not ready to be able to steward those things in a way that was going to allow them to be productive and to actually be happy. Carol says, the respect, the now, and bring the honor are engraved now in my mind and helps me to do my best in all tasks. It works in everything we do. Amen. That's why they're the four pillars. That's why they're the four pillars. Bring the honor, respect the now, trust the process. And then next week, we're going to talk about find the beauty in the midst of change, right? Bring the honor, respect the now trust the process and find the beauty. Those four pillars set us up in every area of our life to begin change, to affect change, to be proactive about the changes we want to see happen. And at the same time, they equip us to be responsive to change, to be resilient in the face of the change that we didn't ask for. It's powerful. That's what principles do for us. That's why we talk about these principles over and over and over in Sunday Night Live, because they are powerful and they are universally applicable. Carol, I'm glad that they're working in your life. I'm glad that you're seeing the results of being a steward of your growth, that you are owning it and leaning into it and you're seeing the results of it. It's wonderful. Francine says, with how slow the corporate world implements change, I'm going to take full advantage of that and grow myself slowly. I put way too much pressure on myself to grow fast. Hello. 
sometimes we expect ourselves to just jump out fully formed when we've got to take some time to develop. So Fran, being gentle with yourself and understanding that focusing and changing in increments consistently over time has exponential power, exponential power. And it's interesting you say how slow the corporate world implements change. Some spheres of the corporate world change very, very, very quickly, but their leaders do not change as quickly, right? The market circumstances change, but the leadership doesn't change. Or the old style leaders that I'm the boss and you're applesauce just kind of bulldoze their way through every situation now are looking at some young people who did not come up under that kind of leadership and they won't follow. And now they're like, oh my gosh, these kids are terrible. Nope, nope. Things changed, but you stayed the same. We don't have to change this fast overnight. Like Missy says, hashtag, I am not Mozart, but we can get better every day. And when we consistently get better every day, the power of that consistency affects every area of our life, every area of our life consistency, 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 that process of saying, I'm going to become more so that I can do the things that are necessary for me to be able to handle the things I want to have. Mm. Laura says, trust and not rush. The process is the key. Takes time even to learn that. Yes, it does. Fran, good for you for recognizing that you are putting pressure on yourself to be in a hurry and that's not necessary at this point. Some other kind of attention and energy is necessary. That consistency and growing in a consistent manner, not in a magical overnight transformation way. Consistency compounds. Yes, that's the phrase, Laura. I love it. Consistency compounds. Missy says it's taking so much longer to get where I want but I'd much rather have it when it's going to last. Oh my God. You guys, Missy is rocking it with the chainsaw. I mean, with the um, hashtags, she's got hashtag Tyler with a chainsaw. Yes. <laughs> a lovely Saturday night liveism or a Sunday night liveism. I don't know what they do on Saturday night live. Sunday night liveism, the toddler with the chainsaw. Yeah. There are some great tools, but if they're in the hands of a toddler, they might do a lot of damage. We don't want to be the toddler with the chainsaw. We don't. What else have you got? What else have you got, you guys? We're, we're wrapping up. This has been a delight, just a delight. And I encourage you to share this. Friend, I'm so glad you're sharing these Shannonisms with your team. Um, that's a wonderful thing. Um, if it helps, I'm happy to help. <laughs> I'm happy to help. Every one of us has a sphere of influence. Every one of us has a sphere of influence that we can grow and expand in and we can work harder and we can work our fingers to the bone and we can really, really stress ourselves out trying to run fast. But if we can just get our brain around the fact, get our heart around the fact that if I just follow the process and I'm consistent in growing and modeling what I know works, that consistency is going to compound. Carol says, thank you so much for your investment in our lives. 
Carol, it is my pleasure and my honor to do it. 100%. Saturday morning and Sunday night live and in between. Yes. And this group of wonderful ladies, you are all such a blessing. If you are here and are not a part of Sunday, of uh, live stream leadership, talk to Shannon and you will be so glad you did. Amen to that. If you recognize in yourself that you want to grow, if you understand that the price you're paying for being in the middle of change that you're not ready to handle, if you have a change that you'd love to see happen, but you know that you're not ready for it yet, if you want to get ready, you need some help. You, you've got people, you've got a group here that is willing to lean in and support you and help you and encourage you and call you out if, if you're getting ready to fall into a pothole, for sure. And that's something we do very well on, on live stream leadership. So I encourage you, if, if that's something that you are craving, let me know. We can talk about it and I can fill you in on what it looks like, what it's about, and you can try it. We would love to have you. <laughs> Francine says, my workplace is a mess. Sharing any sort of positive, encouraging vibes is necessary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your good work. You are welcome. Oh, I love to hear that you are bringing some sunshine into a place that's been very dark, Fran. That's awesome. Fran says this. Oh, this is a great one. You guys, I didn't know I needed help until I was getting help. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know. Sometimes we do not know what we do not know. And that's a great question to ask. What am I missing? What am I missing? Right? And when you ask that question to somebody who is a coach, who is trained and highly tuned into listening, active listening and asking the right questions, it's incredible how much growth you can experience and how much clarity you get in a short amount of time. Um, it does not have to take 20 years for you to grow, uh, but it will take consistency. And in most cases, it takes somebody outside of ourselves to help us um, who's, who's only concerned about us, who helps me. I have a coach that helps me keep the promises I make to myself. And I've promised myself I'm going to grow. Bottom line. Um, Carol says we are continually learning and growing. It is so vital. Yeah. Yeah. We are continually learning and growing. And because you're here listening and you're leaning into Sunday Night Live, you are in that same boat. You are learning and you are growing. How you choose to apply it, where you choose to apply it, the world is your oyster. The world is your oyster, but you are equipped with principles that when you follow them, when you trust the process, you will see positive change and you will get closer to that dream and that goal. You may not be Mozart right now, but you can get great at whatever that thing is that you're looking to, to do. You can have the change that you dream about but it will be because you become the person who can create that change and handle it when it happens. With that, oh, you guys, this has been a doozy, but I've loved it. Thank you for leaning in. Thank you for being part of a group of ladies, a group of people. I know some of you are men um, and I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for being part of a group that says, I am not content to stay the same. I want to grow even if it's uncomfortable. 
trust the process, you guys. You are going to grow and you are going to be world changers, every one of you. With that, take care and goodbye. Laura, I'm glad this was inspiring. And you said earlier, Laura, this is a great way to start a week. Just getting ready for Monday morning and hitting hitting the ground with some enthusiasm and inspiration. You guys do that for each other. You do that for me. And I am delighted to do it for you. Take care. Goodbye.